Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast, where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Krista Q, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from Sunday, April 18th, Practicing Righteousness. Our New Testament lesson this morning comes from 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, and I will be reading from the Contemporary English Bible. See what kind of love the Father has given to us, in that we should be called God's children, and that is what we are. Because the world didn't recognize Him, it doesn't recognize us. Dear friends, now we are God's children, and it hasn't yet appeared what we will be. We know that when He appears, we will be like Him, because He will see Him as He is. And all who have this hope in Him purify themselves even as He is pure. Every person who practices sin commits an act of rebellion, and sin is rebellion. You know that he appeared to take away sins, and there is no sin in him. Every person who remains in relationship to him does not sin. Any person who sins has not seen him or known him. Little children, make sure no one deceives you. The person who practices righteousness is righteous in the same way that Jesus is righteous. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. As we look at 1 John today, we end with verse 7, and we're told the person who practices righteousness is righteous in the same way that Jesus is righteous. Practicing righteousness sounds like a big, hard task, but let's break it down a little bit. Let's think about this portion of the gospel. This portion of the scripture is almost like a confirmation lesson or a confirmation ref confirmation refresher course. The writer of 1 John does not use the words, but grace abounds in this scripture reading. Grace abounds in the ways in which we are led to be like Jesus. And as United Methodists, we experience grace 
as a threefold receiving. There's prevenient grace. There's that love and care and call and claim of God on our lives long before we ever understand, long before we know. And then there's justifying grace. That grace that gives us our assurance. Assurance that our sins are forgiven. The writer of 1 John talks a lot about sin. And we know through the love of God that our sins are forgiven. And then finally, there is sanctifying grace. That grace that is mature shows the maturity of our faith and holy living. As we are in relationship with God, as we experience all of these ways in which God's grace is poured out for each and every one of us, we go on to what John Wesley called perfection. By perfection, Wesley did not mean that we were flawless or sinless. He just meant that as we were building that relationship through grace with God, as we were working our way to that point of sanctifying grace and a maturity of faith and a holy living, that we believed in the love of God. We worked out our love for God with love for others. We found ways in which that grace not only shone through God and Jesus, but that grace also shines through us because righteousness and practicing righteousness is for the person the same as Jesus was righteous. Practicing. Practicing. How do we practice a relationship with God? We need to take the time to do so. Think about other ways in which we practice. Wanda. Carol, Chris, have all practiced to share their gifts and their talents this morning in worship. Those who are preparing for the Olympics are practicing. It doesn't just happen. We continue to work on our skills. We continue to work on our crafts and to build a mature skill, just as to build a mature faith, we must continue to practice. It's probably not what we usually think of. We probably don't often think as we get up in the morning, I need to practice my faith. 
I need to practice my righteousness. I need to look to coach Jesus and get some tips on living out my faith, finding ways for holy living. But if we do, if we do, we will find the ways in which our righteousness is following the righteousness of Jesus. Quite often, we look at the Lenten season as a way in which we perfect our living. We go a little deeper through that season. And just like an athlete, there may be seasons that we work and train harder. But just because Lent is over doesn't mean that we should put away our practicing tools of our faith. The means of grace are the ways in which we practice, the ways in which we prepare to follow Jesus. We do that through works of piety, ways in which we train through our individual and our communal lives in study. Individually, we may read the scriptures, pray, attend to worship, share our faith with others, or as a community of faith. Works of piety would be sharing in the sacraments, Bible study, ways in which we hone those skills. We hone that relationship with God. And then there are works of mercy. Ways in which we share our love with others. Individually, that may be visiting the sick, feeding the hungry, or giving generously to those in need. As a community of faith, that might be seeking justice, ending oppression and discrimination, helping with the needs of the poor. If you think about the Lent at Home kits, if you think about the ways in which we practiced our righteousness throughout Lent. The kids had training regimens throughout these different means of grace. There were studies. There was the opportunity to give to Holston Home. And we, as a community of faith, gave over $3,100 for Holston Home. It doesn't stop with the ending of the Lenten season. It shouldn't stop with the ending of the Easter season. We continue 
we continue to practice. John Wesley understood grace. John Wesley understood working towards perfection as a process. Not a one-time event, not something that happened in a split second, but something that we worked on continuously. Something that we gathered throughout our lifetime. Righteousness. Practicing righteousness comes as we follow Jesus. We're told in 1 John that we practice. We practice righteousness, and when we do that, we are following in the footsteps of Jesus. Jesus was righteous. The disciples who walked with Jesus tried to understand all that Jesus taught them. They tried to walk in those footsteps of Jesus to be righteous. And they have tried to help us understand what it was like. And not just what it was like, but what we are called to do. We are called to practice. 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 And when we practice, we find ways in which we are able to care for one another. We find ways in which we are able to love God, to strengthen our relationship, strengthen our understanding of God. But also, we find ways in which we can love others. Love. In this time and place, we often find loving others to be difficult. But if we are practicing, if we have our skills of faith honed to the point of sanctifying grace, and we are living the holy life, and we are mature in our faith, then as we work on the ways in which we go on to perfection, we also find the ways in which we can walk with Jesus. We can care for others. We can share the love, the grace. We can share all of these means of grace with one another. Imagine. Imagine what we can do if we practice. If we practice individually, if we practice collectively, if we continue to practice our faith and our holy living. We know for athletes who practice, maybe musicians who practice, and with other skills, 
practice is headed towards a championship. We don't see a championship in the same way as the Super Bowl or March Madness or the World Series, but we do see the grace, the love, and eventually eternal life. We come today looking to Jesus who set the course before us, showed us what it takes to be righteous. And looking at him, we continue to practice our righteousness today, tomorrow, and forevermore. Let us pray. Gracious God, as we come to you, we come seeking a deep and abiding relationship. We come seeking the ways in which we understand your love and the ways in which we can share that love with others. Guide us, direct us, help us to be the righteous of your kingdom. We look to Jesus and we pray in his name. Amen. Receive now this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. Shine upon you with grace and mercy and give you what is needed for each new day. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.